0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Jonathan Dyke. It's really great to be here. You look as if you're waiting for something exciting to happen. You've come to the right place. How many of you have been to another At The Movies Sundays? Great. So for those of you that haven't, and maybe as a reminder for those that have. When Jesus was walking around on the earth, he, he used to engage, he used to chat with all kinds of people. And one of the ways in which he did that was by telling stories. And he'd use stuff that was kind of real, relevant, contemporary. But in those stories was a was some really deep, really exciting news about why he came and who he is. And we've got out the movies because it's kind of a contemporary version of that. So how many of you were here to see, I think, The Lion King? How many saw The Lion King? That was great, wasn't it? How many of you seen The New Lion King? Oh, well done. How many of you saw last week Incredibles? Was it Incredibles 1 or 2? Everybody saw Incredibles 2? That was incredible, wasn't it? (laughs) See what I did then? This, this film for today is Toy Story 2. How many of you were born after 1998? And tell me the truth, Eric Coles, put your hand down. How many of you, how many of you were born after 1998? Because I don't know whether you know this or not. The, the very first Toy Story, thanks for putting your hand up. The very first Toy Story came out in 1995. And uh, I can remember watching that film with my children, who, who were quite young, and then my grandchildren recently. I've actually seen this film now 11 times. <laughs> Come on. Wasn't, yeah. I love it. I think, I think it's cool. So we're going to start with the first clip, but just to introduce it, how many of you know um, kind of one of the characters, the main characters out of Toy Story 2? How many of you just want to shout that out? Woody. Woody, Woody, well done. What about another one? Everybody said Buzz. Let's check out this first movie, uh, this first clip, because it is amazing. Hold on your though, so because it's a bit loud. Sometimes life can be like that. Everything's trying to stop you, isn't it? Those of you that are really into movies, did you get some of the other references to films? Star Wars? Bugs Life? Did you get the one of Bugs Life? So when he was flying through the meteorites, that's actually the Bugs Life ground. I I got really into this. I've seen this film 11 (laughs) times. Did you recognize the lightsaber? Everybody make a lightsaber. You gotta make the noise or it doesn't work. (laughs) It's cool, isn't it? How many of you know who um, Buzz Lightyear was named after? Buzz Aldrin. How many of you know who Buzz Aldrin was? Who was he? Yeah, you. He was an astronaut. you were good. Keep in the popcorn. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear was named after Buzz Aldrin, who was the second person to walk on the moon, which is pretty cool, right? What you may not know, I've watched this 11 times, <laughs> is that when Toy Story 1 came out in 1995, because a guy called Tom Hanks played who? Woody. And he was really well known and people thought, right, people are going to love him. Let's make 250,000 models of Woody. And we haven't seen Woody yet. We'll see him in a minute. But Buzz Lightyear was played by who? You watched too many films? And he wasn't quite so famous, so they just made 40,000 copies of Buzz Lightyear. But in one week, they sold out of all the Buzz Lightyear toys. One week. But also in 1998, a space shuttle, do you know what a space shuttle is? It's not a game of badminton in, up here. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a rocket that went up, went round the, kind of the Earth and then came back again. But a space shuttle called Discovery took a model of Buzz Lightyear up there for a year to spend on the International Space Station. <laughs> that same Buzz Lightyear met President, I think, Clinton in the Oval Office first. I've watched this film eleven <laughs> times. It's good, it's a good film. But before we get into the next clip, there's some other characters to introduce. The, the first one, and probably the one that you, you probably know, is Woody, and we're going to see Woody in a minute. But also the owner of the toys, called who? Can you remember who owned them? Andy. And um, we're gonna introduce these two characters in a minute. And um, in Toy Story 1, they had a bit of a falling out uh, Woody and Buzz Lightyear and, and they kind of became really great friends and great mates and great colleagues and you'll see that a lot in this movie. But also, you'll see another couple of characters as well. But let's check out clip two and this time I'll remember to move so that you can see it. It's funny, isn't it? I can remember just doing life and getting on with stuff. And a little bit like Woody there, you're just kind of having fun and then suddenly you just get a bit damaged somehow. And poor old Woody got the top of his arm pulled off. Did you see that with a a crook? And and he said, I don't want to play with you anymore. And sometimes life can make us feel a little bit like that. I can remember that happening with me and maybe you can with you. It's kind of just doing what we're doing and then we just think, well, what's it all about? What's it all for? And a little bit like happened with Woody, we can end up feeling like we're just left on the shelf of life. Where the whole world's kind of going past us a little bit, but we're not involved with it. And as we go on to see some of the other clips, you'll see just how God can not only restore us, but take us off the shelf that we might think we've been put on. And as you'll see in the next clip as well, When Andy's been off to cowboy camp, he's had a great time. He's loved it. He's had a lot of fun, and he wants to come back and play with his favourite toy. Remember, Woody was his favourite toy. He was his best one. And if if those of you that remember Toy Story one, you'll remember that there was a a time where Andy had, uh, sorry, Woody had written on his boot the name of Andy. And Buzz Lightyear realised suddenly he was also part of that incredible family when Andy wrote his name on Buzz's foot. So let's have a look at clip three, because clip three, I think, is probably one of the most important parts that we're going to see this morning. And I think you'll really love it. Is that okay? Is that all right? Let's have a look at clip three. Thanks. For those of you that are anoraks... Uh, in that clip you saw uh, the film which still has the most animated number of dust particles <laughs> in any movie ever. I've seen this movie 11 times. <laughs> when the little penguin sneezes and all the dust comes out, that that's all animated. That's, that's not real dust, right? You got that, yeah? But it's interesting, just two points readers really to make out of this one. First one is Woody was really, really loved, but didn't realise it until he was out there a little bit. He was a bit missing. And did you hear the dinosaur? I think his name is, is Rex, is that right? Tony knows. If you want to know anything about the movie, ask Tony. But also, he then says at the end, because he thought Woody had just kind of gone to being in the the sail. But he said, actually, it's not a suicide mission, it's a rescue mission. And I just want to tell you this morning that we all need rescuing from something. We all need help from something. And I can remember before I gave my life to God, before I became a Christian, I used to think around kind of Easter and Christmas as what was the point of all of that? And when I gave my life to God, when I became a Christian and when I gave my life to Jesus, I realised that when Jesus went to the cross, it wasn't a suicide mission, it was a rescue mission for me. And it's also a rescue mission for you. And a bit like this, just in a few moments, I suddenly realised, wait a minute, what I thought was a bit of a waste of time, totally changed my life. And it can totally change your life. And as we go on to the next clip, we'll, we have to miss some of the story out, which is a pity, but it is one hour and 30 minutes long. We don't have that amount of time. But one of the characters that was in this clip, you just saw his elbow go past, was a guy called Al. And Al runs a big toy barn, but Al also collects special toys. How many of you have got really special toys? Most of you have, some of the grown-ups. I forgot to ask the question before, maybe I will now. How many of you, would really like to bin buster when they got their tummy scratched. Tell me if you like that. Maybe maybe you won't do a hand for that. That's okay. It's it's dark. Nobody can see you. But in this next clip, we we find that things have moved on a little bit. And Woody has actually been taken from the sale. So they didn't pay for him. Somebody actually took him. And they want to uh, repair him. Remember, he had a, a dodgy arm. And they want to sell him for a lot of money. So we're gonna look at clip four and uh, find out just how Woody tries to escape. You ready for that, bit of escaping going on. You ready for an escape? You ready at the back? Let's see clip four, thank you. Stinky Pete, what a name for a character. Apparently they didn't sell many of him (laughs) at all. Uh, You can work out why. I've seen this film 11 times. Tom Hanks' mum was called Nancy Hanks, who was a great, 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 great granddaughter of Abraham Lincoln. Did you see the bit when he said, Did you get that? I've seen this film 11 times. How many of you are old enough or young enough? To remember a very famous American lady actress called Doris Day. Yeah. Welcome to Jesse. That's who Jesse was modelled on. How many of you knew that already? So, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Maybe we should swap seats. But again, the two points from here. One is that Stinky Pete actually wasn't really telling the truth. Because he, his box was opened and he had come out of it. He wasn't quite telling the truth there. Maybe that's why they call him Stinky Pete. Uh, we used to have a guy here called Pete. Some of you remember him. I, he, this guy never reminded me of him at all, really. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it just came into my mind. But the point from this is, is that the Bible, which is kind of God's word, what God thinks written down so that we can understand it, talks about what happens when a prodigal comes back. And a prodigal is someone that belonged, then went away and did their own kind of thing. They always belonged, but they never enjoyed or experienced the the tremendous benefit of belonging. And they went and did their own thing, but then they came back. And it may be, for some of us in the room, and I can remember having a little bit of a journey like this, is that I gave my life to God and I knew I belonged to God, but I wasn't living as if I had. I wasn't living as if I did. And then suddenly I realised that God still loved me anyway. And I wanted to live out of all of the benefit of that love. So I just came back to God and said, God, I'm really sorry. Please forgive me and please can I walk with you again like I used to? And that's a little bit like a prodigal. So this clip that we've just seen is about prodigals. But also, you don't know who you are. Now, I've seen this film 11 times. I'm going to keep reminding you because it's important, otherwise you'll think I'm just a bit weird. When Tom Hanks, the actor that played Woody, filmed the voiceover for the next bit of this clip, we're not going to see it, but the next part of the movie, watch it yourself, they didn't show him anything at all of all the publicity, all the films. They didn't show him anything about all of the special toys that were all around Woody. They didn't show him anything until the live recording. So when you watch the film, which I no doubt you'll need to now when you get home, is that the response of Woody is Tom Hanks' real response. I've watched this film 11 times. (laughs) All of the stuff. And sometimes we just forget who God says we are. Sometimes the world has just tried to convince us and tried to tell us that we're not who God says we are. And the only way we'll ever really know is by finding out who God really is. So what I love about this clip and why I put it in there is just to remind me, and I'm just gonna remind you, that God knows who you really are and he knows what you can really do. And if we wanna find out more about that, then God will show us. This next clip, clip five, which is only a couple of minutes, we find, um, Woody's celebrating, Jess is celebrating. Can you remember the name of the horse? Bullseye is celebrating. And it. Woody is the centre of attention. He's famous, he's been on the TV, all kinds of things. And then suddenly he realises that that's not what Al took him for. Al wants to send him as a set of four models to a museum, in Japan. So let's have a look at the next clip, clip 5. Wow. Now it's getting exciting. That was Al, by the way. Al likes cheese straws. How many of you like cheese straws? Again, we're not going to show it, but there's a really funny bit where um, Woody tries to run away and doesn't quite make it. Stinky Pete's not being really kind there, is he? He basically says to Woody, well, if Andy really loved you, why would he have put you in a, s- a sale? And sometimes when we do in life, it can feel like, well, affair you know, there is a God and if God really loves me, why is all this stuff happening? I've been asked hundreds of times that question and I've asked it hundreds of times of God. And God just very gently reminds me that he's always loved me and he always will love me. Whether I'm dealing with issues, whether I'm having success, God's love never changes and the Bible tells us that that never changes because God never changes and it may be for some of you, maybe today you just feel a little bit damaged, a little bit sore with life and maybe you think because you're feeling damaged and sore maybe God doesn't love you anymore. Well God does love you and he will never stop loving you he will constantly love you, but he loves us so much, he wants to come into our lives in a fresh way and change us and transform us. And what we find between that clip and this one is Woody makes a really, really difficult decision. The last bit, you see him in a display cabinet, and he's a toy you're supposed to be played with, not put on display. But he makes a choice. I'm not, I'm not going to stay as a toy or as a plaything anymore, I'm actually gonna help Jessie. Jessie was the girl that just didn't like being put in a packaging box. So Woody makes the decision to stay. But this next clip, and again, if you're a little, if you're a younger person, you might wanna sit on your mum's lap or your dad's lap for this one, because some of it's a little bit sad, but it's really good at the end, okay? Because we hear a little bit about Jessie's story and about why she doesn't like. If you're an adult, some of the adults are sitting on laps as well, that's, that's fine. That's okay. Are you ready? Let's have a look at clip six. Hopefully there's some hankies on the tables, because that's quite sad, isn't it? I've seen this film 11 times. <laughs> and every time that just makes me well up on the inside. There is a rumour, there is a theory that em- Emily, who, who played kind of the, the girl growing up, is actually Andy's mum. You can go and research that. Wikipedia is great. <laughs> but I can remember feeling a little bit like she did. A little bit loved, a little bit kind of considered, and then he kind of fell off the bed and ended up just under the bed, thinking he'd been a little bit forsaken, a little bit forgotten maybe, and then just left on the side of the road. And sometimes, again, life can be a little bit like that, can't it? I can certainly remember that with me. And yet God's love towards you and towards me has never changed. And he will do absolutely anything and everything to make you and me realise that. And in this clip... Woody just has to make some difficult decisions. But all of his friends, Buzz Lightyear, Rex, what's the name of the dog with the springy body? Slinky. Slinky, is it? All those guys, again, because I haven't got time to watch it, they're all crossing the roads, there's a big accident with, with, with uh, big lorries and all kinds of things happen because they are determined to find Woody and to rescue him. Just certain the person next to you and say, rescue him. And part of what I want us to get, particularly when we come to clip seven, is that the whole of the Bible is about God's rescue mission for you and for me. And these clips just show us a little bit about what that can look like. But in this, in this clip, the four uh, characters that are gonna be sent off, they've been packed away, but then suddenly Buzz and all his friends come and they, they, they break into the flat and they, they go into the, the big toy barn and they kind of all kinds of other toys and you find Barbie is there. Did you, did you see Barbie? How many of you are in a Barbie? Come on, put your hands up if you're in a Barbie. Uh, it's a particular kind of Barbie because I think Mattel, who made the original Barbie, wouldn't let them use the original Barbie in the film. Uh, which was a mistake so it was called barbie tourist or something was it i've seen it 11 times i can't remember it doesn't matter but when they showed this clip in 1998 mattel had to put in production that doll and it outsold the main barbie which sold millions such is the power of a movie all right but this this clip It's really good, so if you got a bit sad at the last one, this one's really gonna cheer you up because here we have the characters, Buzz Lightyear and some of his mates, they are rushing in an excited way. They're they're passionate, they're desperate because they want to rescue Woody, but also Jess. They want to rescue her as well. So check this out and then I'll give you then some other interesting factoids about this clip because I've seen it 11 times. Said it was all right in the end, didn't I? is another factoid. How many of you remember Blue Peter? And yeah. remember one of the presenters called Andy Peters? Because yeah. that was his voiceover when he said, there's two more bags in there. I've seen this film 11 times, right? <laughs> it's interesting there where Woody and Jess are about to jump out of the plane. Do you remember that bit and kind of go into space and... What that really shows me, and hopefully kind of I can explain to you, is that sometimes what putting faith in God can look like. We kind of know we're doing all right, but we know God's got a better way for us. We know there's a, there's a rescue plan for us. But faith is about putting our trust in not maybe what we can see, but in a God that we just believe in. And it might be for some of you tonight, uh, this morning tonight, not we really did that long. It may be for some of you this morning. Maybe I've put your trust in God before, but God wants you to put your trust in him again now. And it can feel really scary, but God always has a secure. There's always God's hand. And his hand never moves and his hand is always strong. And the whole point of this story really for me is that there is a rescue plan that God has for you and for me. And part of that is because he wants us to be in his family. And I know you heard a little bit of this last week at the Incredibles and the week before at Lion King. The reason why you're hearing it again today is because it's true. It's true. God wants you and me to be in his amazing family. And a little bit like both Jess and Bullseye, suddenly their names were written on their feet and they realised actually they belong to someone. And God wants us to be that confident that we belong to him. That we just know that we're part of this huge family that the Bible calls the family of God. Just going to kind of finish because it's, I'm just mindful of the time. The Bible reading for today is an interesting one. There's actually three, but the one that kind of I'm just going to use, it might come up behind me. If it does, then then thanks for doing it. Is it's a bit of the Bible called the book of Acts, and the Acts is about the early church, and it says this in Acts chapter 2, verse 21. It says, Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved, or rescued, or healed, or made well. A little bit like Jess, if you remember when she was under the bed and thought everybody had forgotten her, the Bible says that when you give your life to Jesus, he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. It may be that we just cover with the dust of life, just stuff that happens. That Jesus will blow that off. He'll come and he'll live in your life and he'll give you his life to live like that. So you can stand up or you can sit down because I'm just going to praise that or I'm just going to talk to God. I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to ask you to close your eyes. We're going to stand up. Father, I want to thank you that you sent Jesus on a rescue mission for every one of us. That you have a home for us. You love us. And you have done everything that needs to be done So that we can come by faith, by trusting you and come and be part of your amazing family. That the Bible says you will never leave us, you will never forsake us, but you will save us. And I want to thank you right now across this room. God, please show us afresh how much you love us. That we're not left on the side of the road of life in a box that you came to take every box away and to put us on an exciting journey with you. I pray for every young person here, that you've spoken to them as well as to the grown-ups about your amazing love and your amazing rescue plan for all of us. And God, I ask that you continue to speak to us as we Have welcome lunch or tea or coffee right now or think about coming to Alpha maybe where we can just ask you loads more questions because I know that you're the God that answers questions. And I asked it in the precious mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's a great movie. I've seen it 12, 11 and a quarter times now. But if you want, if if some things maybe challenged you or maybe concerned you in any kind of way, I'd love to chat with you. Pastor Clive would love to chat with you. Any of the guys that are behind me on the band would love to chat with you. Is that okay? Thanks so much for listening. Young people, thanks for being so good and patient. Oh, grown-ups, thanks for being brilliant. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you.